The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Your safe space for tough conversations, exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. Building Resilience. Talking trauma. Radio Tony. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Radio Tony. Difficult conversations and bringing hope to listeners. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia on W4WN. Good morning, Australia. Good evening, America. You're listening to Tony Lontis live on Radio Tony. And this morning, we're coming to you live from the Gold Coast. And though it's a little bit chilly, it looks like it's shaping up to be a beautiful day and a lovely weekend because it's Friday here in Australia. Today, I just wanted to say uh, that this is Radio Tony uh, Thursday night show's last show. It's my last uh, show in this time slot with Tracy and the wonderful Tracy Horton is here with me today to talk about self-care of our mental health. Before I introduce you to the gorgeous Tracy once again, I just want to let you know that from today, I actually feel like there might be a light at the end of a long, dark tunnel that has been the start of 2020. And I know we're not even into the middle of the year, like it's it's close to June, but it's not June. But seriously, this has been one tough year already. And uh, my mental health has been a huge struggle this year. And I'm grateful for wonderful people like Tracy. I'm especially grateful for you, the listeners, and for Rebel, who brightens my week every single week. She is always there, always helps me get live online. And I just wanted to say that what a privilege it is to talk to you guys each and every week. I will still be on radio, except I'll be on Wednesday nights instead of Thursday nights in America and Thursday mornings instead of Friday mornings in Australia. So let's get on with the show. Good morning, Tracy Horton. Good morning, Tony. How are you, my darling? I'm going really good, actually. It must be because it's Friday and the sun's shining, but uh, it's a good thing. Yeah. No, there's certainly some nice sunshine around, so that's nice. It always helps. Yeah. And I like the colder weather as well. I like that combination of crisp, cool air and sunshine. It uh, works really well for me. So today we wanted to talk about self-care of our mental health. And before I throw to Tracy, I just wanted to give you guys an idea of how large the problem is and why it's so important that we talk about it. So 
approximately one in six people across the world have one or more mental health or substance abuse substance use disorders and these global statistics on mental health are actually poorly defined measured and understood because it would appear that lots of people in lower economic circumstances fail to report how they're feeling or seek um, assistance and support for what they're going through. So mental and substance abuse disorders are the sixth uh, or 15 to 20% people across the planet will suffer from these issues. Um, it's not significantly increasing, but they're hoping that our uh, mental health is actually being talked about more and significantly recognised. Mental health disorders are more common in women, especially depression, anxiety, bipolar and eating disorders and than men. And education and employment are strongly linked to mental health. So, Tracy, we've got some amazing questions and from our uh listeners already today so answered did you say chili so lucky i like the cold yes and i love the cold and i would be really happy if it snowed in queensland australia but i'm guessing that's not going to happen anytime soon no, harper says not. wait are you leaving us i'm not actually leaving you i'm just leaving the friday show or the thursday night show i'll be going to the wednesday night show just trying to get a little bit of balance back in my life and as much as I love talking to you guys I really want to do the best job I can and for me as part of our discussion that means cutting down on some of my shows I currently have three to four shows growing across the world and so I'm just going to cut back one of those shows I'm not leaving you Ivy I'm just swapping to Wednesday nights versus Thursday nights Willow wait I can't, I can't lose you now that I've started to get used to no willow i'll still be on wednesday nights just a different 7 p.m in uh, the u.s uh, 9 a.m thursdays in australia oliver why are you going uh to be doing the one show again oliver um just trying to get more balance in my life and this is why we're talking about this question today with tracy so trace what does mental health self-care mean to you you know, Tony, we all misunderstand the strength that we have in our own bodies. Yeah. And and many times we we overutilize it. Many times we push it to the nth degree. Yeah. Because no human I know can appreciate their own their own strength value. We can see it in others. You know, we can think, gosh, Tony's incredible how what she does and Tracy's incredible what she does. But in actual fact, we're doing a lot too. And, and so I think because we haven't really been trained in our in our society and our culture to stop and think about these things, people head to burnout really fast just by doing life at a really great pace. And yeah. and so for me, mental health always has to start, self-care always has to start with you just checking in at how your body is behaving and how your mind is behaving and I do it weekly because I don't want to burn out. I don't want to get in the corner. I have to go to bed for a week. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to get to that stage because I've got a really big life, as you know. Yeah. And and so you know, I check in with myself, and I think that's what people need to understand: is you've got to check in. You've got to have a look and see: 
is your body doing something that it shouldn't be doing? Is there signs? Is it is it have you got brain fog? Is it hard to focus? Are you finding that you that you're not interested? Like all these things are signs that it's time to self-care. And that's exactly the point. If if um I don't lead by example and I've been overworked and had a lot going on this year and it's incredibly hard to make difficult decisions about things that you love. So rather than completely leaving um, my uh, shows, I need to just cut back and that's part of me recognising as strong as I am, as healed and as much work that I've done, I need to step back just a little to reorganise where I put my efforts. And I love talking to you guys. So I still will be talking to you guys, but just on a different day. And so I have to read out this lovely uh, comment from Mason, we get better mental health listening in here and hearing your show. Mason, that's a beautiful thing to say. And thank you so much. You keep me going listening to your comments. Jasmine says, so we're only going to have you once a week, not twice. Yes, Jasmine, just once a week. And um, so that I can do some other things that are important to me. I've got shows on other platforms, which I'll tell you about at the end. Um, But Firstly, it's really important, Tracy, that we think about how our minds are doing in terms of where we are in the world and some of those benefits of checking in with yourself include stress management and that is my number one thing. When my stress is out of control, my mind and my body soon follow And because I love hard work, because I'm so engaged and passionate about what I do, I tend to work nonstop. I work through lunch, work on the weekends. So for me, it's about getting the balance right. What are some of the things that you do, Trace? So for me, self-care to me is really about unplugging. Like I think a lot of it has to do with your ability to actually just stop and, and not have to have the pressure of thinking about everything. And for most of us, we have a job, a family, money, home expectations. Like we have a whole bunch of stuff that we're forever thinking about. So I think that whatever suits people, for some people it's going for a run, for some people it's getting out and walking along the beach, some people it's sitting in a bath, some people it's sitting going for a drive, some people it's having a coffee, we're out with friends but whatever it is the key the first key to self-care is that you have to be able to disengage your mind from the actual I don't want to say worries but the actual pressures I guess of day-to-day living yeah. you know the things that we have to think about every single day yeah. um, <clears throat> for some people like me I have um, grandchildren sometimes just playing with them for half an hour is just that beautiful yeah, disconnect definitely. it just ex- if nothing else matters <clears throat> All of a sudden, I'm a princess having a tea party, or I'm a dinosaur <laughs> roaring at my grandson, you know. And and I think whatever whatever it is, sometimes you can get lost in a TV show, get lost in a book. Yes. Um, and I'm a big advocate for you know accessing and reading books that are written like you, by women like you, Tony, that do help us to understand all this. I, I'm a big woman about self education, 
big about that, but I think whatever it takes to just disengage all that pressure and all those moments and just be able to be present, it actually just re-energizes you a lot. It does. And there's lots of components to that, um, to that. And, and as Tracy says, there are physical, so running and physical activity, relationships, friends, family, and particularly grandchildren. My most important one is that work-life balance. And also at the top of my list is spirituality. And in talking about spirituality, I don't mean, uh, I mean whatever it is that you hold a higher belief about. Whatever you uh, regularly practice, spirituality comes out as one of the keys to looking after our mental health. Tracy, the other thing I wanted to talk about this morning is not taking our mental health for granted. So you heard the statistics, everyone. One in six of us will experience some sort of health issue around our mental health, our, our mind. So it's really, really important that we think about what's going on in our mind. And I had a conversation yesterday about learning how to still your brain and for some of my listeners, they had difficulty uh, seeing how that would work in their lives because they're so busy talking to other people, working, looking after and putting everyone else first. But part of looking out after your own mental health is that it enables you to keep doing what you do. It enables you to keep giving to others. And Tracy is a huge giver to people. And that can actually suck from you. And you find that you're depleted. And Tracy, do you find that certain weeks tap your mental health worse than others? I do, but <clears throat> I learned a long time ago to take as much care of my mental health as my physical health. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if you don't eat or drink for three days, your body's yep. going to feel it. You are going to know that you need to start eating and drinking again. Your body is going to do something that's going to give you an alert. And I wish I wish with all my heart, Tony, my mind did the same. Yes. But it, but it doesn't. So I make sure that I never get to that alert stage yeah. where I wake up one morning and think I can't do life anymore. And yeah. I work with women and men that get to that day all the time. Yeah. So for me... Life is, life is tough, hey? Like even people with the best lives that we look at, every, we don't get through the human experience without the tough stuff. Yeah? Yeah. Every, look, everybody has that day. Everybody has that moment. Everybody has some part of a story. You know, for some people, it's getting laid off. For some people, it's losing a child. For some people, it's a divorce. For some people, it's it's losing a, a friend. For some people, it's not ever being able to make that deep connection. You know, it doesn't yeah. doesn't matter what it is. We're all the same, and we all carry something. You don't you don't get to become an adult and not have something yeah. that you're having to carry. And and so for me, <clears throat> I. I have a very active mind. I'm what you would call a logical thinker. I'm what yes. you would call an academic. 
Yes. So for me to sit and cross my legs and meditate just does not work. Just doesn't work. <laughs> but what I find is that if I listen to a podcast yeah. or read a chapter of a book, a, you know, a good self-help book like yours, yeah. A, yeah. an inspirational book, I find that if I do something like that first and I pick something that I can think about, like generosity, overcoming, gratitude, something like that, and I just sit with that word, then I find I can meditate, yeah. I can clear my mind, I can I can bring it down the few notches that it needs. Um, breath work is really, really vital yeah. for people that don't know how to sit still. Concentrating on that deep breath in, holding it for four seconds, letting it out, then holding it for five and then six and building it up, that is really, really good. And that is a very good way for you to tell how stressed you are mm -hmm. because when you start that deep breath work you'll realize you've been shallow breathing for days trying to yeah. work out how to do life yeah i have to say that the the physical and mental positives for doing breath work are so important to understand and you might think that it's such a simple thing but if you're doing it properly and really concentrating only on the breath it will really help um, and it takes your brain out of that fight or flight stressed roundabout and brings you back into a place where you can be peaceful and think slowly and carefully about whatever it is that's going on in your life and it does take time to figure that out so for some people who are incredibly stressed and busy and are just go 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 all the time the thought of sitting for even five minutes and doing breath work is really hard concept for them to understand and that's okay but once you start doing that work and once you start practicing it it becomes easier. So you just have to start. And you just need to start somewhere in doing some of this work. Just start somewhere. If it's one minute and you manage to do it every second day to start with, that's fantastic. Good on you. And then you start to build on that. And soon you'll find that you have a calmer existence across your life. And then when you get hit with life and trauma that comes to everyone, you're better able to manage because you know that you can go into that quiet space, relax, breathe, that everything will be okay because everything passes. Life is and life moments are transient. They pass. They don't last forever. Sometimes it seems like they go on and on and on and on and on, but they will pass. You will get through it. And I know this, and Tracy can vouch for this as well. It does pass. Nothing lasts forever, and you do get through it. And it's having that positive thought that this will pass that's going to help you. So Penelope wants to know, can you tell what you mean with saying this breath work? Do you want to go more into that, Tracy, for Penelope? Sure. <clears throat> so... Guys, when we're doing this stuff, we need to remember it's like taking a vitamin. If you discover your body is vitamin C deficient, what do you do? You start taking a vitamin. And what do you do? You take it daily at a certain dose. So if you think your mental health needs to be addressed with some self-care, you have to do it daily. And you have to do it for the same amount of time 
Um, I always say to my clients, just start with two to three minutes because it'll actually take you a minute to get there. Yeah. Um, and work it up to sort of 10 minutes. So Penelope, breath work is when you become very conscious of how you breathe because under stress, Penelope, we all breathe very shallowly and we all breathe from our our lungs up, our lungs up, our lungs up. But in actual fact, we're created and designed to breathe from our gut. Mm-hmm. So breath work is when you breathe right in and you and you are consciously filling your stomach and pushing it out. So you breathe in and you hold it for four. And then as you exhale, you know you make sure you extend your stomach. And you need to do that for as long as you can. So if you're capable of doing it for 10 seconds, 10 seconds in, the idea is that whatever you breathe in, you hold and you breathe out for the same amount of time. So I always get my clients to start with four to five seconds. uh, Because if you start with 10 to 12 and you're not used to it, you're going to get a bit lightheaded. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, yep, that's what happened to me when I first started doing this. I'm like, oh, gosh, lightheaded. (laughs) And just four to five seconds, breathe in for four to five seconds, hold for four to five seconds, breathe out for four to five seconds, do three lots, and then and then just relax, and then do another set of three, relax, and do another set of three. And what you're actually doing is you're actually oxygenating your whole body, yeah. and you're causing your mind, because remember we have three minds, we've got our our brain and our head, our head brain, our heart brain and our gut brain, you're causing them all to get some oxygen and do this lovely synergy with each other and start thinking in a, in a more easier way. And, and as simple as it seems, it really works. If you um, focus on your breath, it stops your mind chatter. And it does take a bit of practice, doesn't it, Tracy? It's not, um, you would think that, you know, breathing is what we do every day, but to do this deep breathing work takes a little bit of practice if you've never done it before. And that effort of breathing into your belly so that your belly actually pushes out, oxygenates, as Tracy said, that those three areas. And as you start to practice this, you'll find that it's good for reducing your stress, reducing your mind chatter, and helping you to be calmer about life. Because life, no matter how difficult it is, is better when you're calm. Isn't that true, Tracy? Absolutely, because if you're not calm... You can't be in control logically. You can't make sound decisions. Um, That's why they say, you know, never make a decision when you're grieving, never make a decision when you're pregnant. Um, You know, how many people have painted their house when they're pregnant only to wake up the day after the baby was born to say, oh, my goodness, what did I do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that pregnancy brain, which is... I know, there's moments of stress in our lives. Yeah. And, you, and when you can't think logically about that, this breath work just causes you to actually really concentrate because you're counting and you're working on it and it just causes you, you to actually have some clarity. Any of those things that stop your brain and take it out of whatever moment you're in that's causing you stress, anything that takes you from 
that brain into a calmer brain is good for your mental health. Because as humans, we have this wonderful ability of thought. The problem is, in this world that we currently live, life is busy. There's lots of stuff. We're bombarded by social media. We uh, judge ourselves and others. There's noise and lots of stuff going on. And to simplify and calm our life is a wonderful thing in caring for your mental health. The other thing that I find that is helpful is around relationships. And I know that I've said this before, I I don't have a huge body of people that I'm close to. I keep my friends and relationships small and close and and, and I like it like that. For other people, though, and I think Tracy will probably fall into this category, she has a huge circle of, of people and contacts, clients and people that she works with, and that's what she loves. It's also in caring for your mental health, learning what works for you, and you're an individual. There's no one like Penelope out there. So what works for, for Penelope is not going to work for Tracy and Tony. So it's a little bit about finding out what helps you most. And I love to tell you guys about my goats and llamas. And we have two new little goats. Not new, but they were rescued. Um, Someone was going to chop their heads off. And so we rescued them. And they're called um, Brandy and Scotch. Scotch is two years old, but he's tiny. He's a pygmy goat. And I tell you, five minutes sitting down in the goat yard with Scotch and him uh, snuggled up close to me is one of the best things I do for my mental health most days. If I'm feeling low uh, or sad, then if I cuddle uh, Jasper, who is our pygora goat, so he's uh, white and fluffy and very fat because he likes his food, sitting with Jasper and him just loving on me, again, they're great. So you might have a dog, a guinea pig, a rabbit, anything that helps you relax, think about the dog, cat, goat that you're with helps with your mental health. And I know Tracy's got a beautiful little cat. And um, do you want to tell the listeners about your lovely little cat, Tracy? Yes. Well, she arrived as a little wee baby girl, only for us to discover it was actually a boy. (laughs) I love this story. That's another story. But, you know, this cat is almost intuitive I'm sure of it like it just can read our mail and we have a granddaughter that lives with us and this cat is so loving towards her and so kind towards her and as you all know from last week one of my daughters suffered some mental health issues earlier this year and so when her birthday came up in March I bought her a miniature dush hound because animals do have this incredible cathartic ability to yeah. to ground us and to bring out the nurturing in us and and this little dush hound and my little my little kitten they're best mates um, and they play so well together and they have brought so much joy to this family so much incredible joy just just watching them play 
and watching them have fun together. And, you know, Nala, the little Dashian, you know, when she sees us arrive at, at my daughter's house, she goes crazy. And, you know, my husband grins from ear to ear. My tough husband who grew up on a farm who says, you know, if it's not a cattle dog, it's not a dog. And, you know, he's madly <laughs> in love with this Dashian that fits in my handbag. And, you know, but <clears throat> they just they just bring joy to you. Um, you know, I can't even talk about them without smiling. And and my, my husband's certainly not a cat man, but this cat has won him over, just madly in love with him. Um, and so he's just had to bow and, and come to terms with it. And I think that that brings up the most important thing about self-care is that we should have we should have something in our lives that makes us really happy. Yes. It makes us able to just release those really strong endorphins. Yeah. And, you know, Tony, I'm a big believer everybody should have some friends in their yes. life. And I honestly think that in your lifetime you may have one or two or three that yeah. can just, no matter if you don't if you don't see them for six months, it never yeah. changes. But yeah. when you're together, it's just easy and fun and you have great laughs together. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that I'm a big believer in that because I think at the end of the day, when we're all old and sitting in our retirement homes, the only regrets we'll have are the things we didn't do, the fun yeah. we didn't have. I yeah. think all the stuff that we worry about in our 30s, 40s and 50s will actually be so insignificant. Yeah. And so I'm a big believer in a big part of my self-care and what I teach my children and I teach my clients is you have to have fun. So whatever that looks like for you, if it is, you know, sitting with your favourite cup of tea, out talking to your goats, if that's what yeah. makes you happy, yeah. then then do it because you need those endorphins released. You do. Definitely important. Absolutely. So we've got um, – I need to be conscious of letting Tracy go because I promised her I'd only keep her for half an hour. And, Tracy, I just want you to tell the listeners before you go um, about what you've got coming up in 2020, the ways that you help people and how people can connect with you. Okay. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Tony, because I want to give your listeners a present today. <laughs> <laughs> I realise that a lot of them are in America, so yeah. if they go if they go onto my website tracyhorton.com, yeah, I I will I will take away all pack all all um shipping if they use the word Tony T O N I twenty twenty will be their code. They can get the my book shipped to them um, for free, so they can just pay for the book and the shipping, which is nearly the same as the book going into the states, will be on me. I will happily pay for that because I'd love them to get hold of the book. Because, uh, you know, self-care is about education and my book's a great educator around self-care and self-motivation and looking after yourself. Um, my, on my website, tracyhorton.com, I've got some courses coming up that I'm really excited about. I've got another book coming up. So if they just keep having a look at that, um, they can get hold of anything they want. But the most important thing, I guess, is if they just reach out, um, I can put them on the mailing list and I can let them know because I'm always giving away e-books. So I'm always, yeah. you know helping them with stuff i'm going to put that website up in the chat box just yep. so that you can see um tracyhorton.com yeah is, and is .com.au or dot com no, just dot com yeah just dot com and it's tony 2020. 2020 yeah okay so that's in the chat box guys yeah um i just before i let tracy go um just uh 
thank you so much for joining me over these last few months um, and particularly this month for Mental Health Month. Um, not only is Tracy amazing to work with, she's also one of my dearest friends and we've had many, many conversations and it's been a delight to have her live on Radio Tony with me um, over the last a number of months, particularly through this coronavirus situation. But I encourage you all, jump onto Tracy's website and grab her book. I have it beside me on my desk and I often refer to it because it's got such great gems of wisdom um, and knowledge in it. So jump onto Tracy's website, grab her book, and um, I have loved having her on Radio Tony, and I've got to let her go now. <laughs> so Tracy, thank you so much for being on Radio Tony, and we look forward to, I look forward to having lunch with you later next week, yep. and we're going to pop on to a little break, and when we return, I'm going to open the lines for my wonderful listeners to uh, have a chat about anything that that they want. So thank you so much, Tracy. Bye for now. Over to you, Rebel. Radio Tony, difficult conversations and bringing hope to listeners. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia on W4WN.
Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl, discovering a woman of strength and beauty, is the new book from Australian author Tony Lontis. Available in paper, ebook, and audio formats, Resilience is a true life story of Tony experiencing and surviving trauma, abuse, mental health issues, and the ultimate betrayal of someone she fell in love with. Available for download now through all good online retailers and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony, bringing social consciousness this time every Thursday evening, live from the Gold Coast, Australia, on W4WN. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Tony. You're listening to your host, Tony Lontis. And this morning, we've been talking about mental health self-care. And so I just want to open the chat box up to any of you, since this is my last Friday show, if there's anything you want to know or want to ask. So my plans for the rest of the 2020 involve focusing on my Wednesday night show, slash Thursday morning show in Australia on W4WN, which is my Radio Tony Australia show. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to be focused on a number of authors who have interesting stories and interesting journeys and focusing on their books and what their books are about. Alongside from that, I've been working on my own little online courses, and one of those will be around online radio and podcasting, and I've also got plans to do some little uh, self-help courses around uh, mental health issues and things like perfectionism, shame, all those sorts of things that will give people tips on how to live their best life. I've also got a new show on BBS Radio out of LA called Radio Tony and the Passion Project. And that show actually streams live via audio and video. So you actually get to see me talking um, on BBS Radio. Um, they're geared to specialist talkback shows and I'm really enjoying that new format as well. So a little different from the way that this show works. So Zara wants to know, what are you going to be covering on the Wednesday show? Well, the first month of the Wednesday show will be um, on books and authors and their individual and interesting stories. And after that, we'll see where I go from there. Ariel, will things be like this show over on Wednesday? They will be similar. I still very passionately like to talk about the difficult things that we go through as humans. So be that mental health, trauma recovery, living your best life, etc., so I still will be uh, doing those same interviews with guests, sometimes with guests, sometimes without, but over the next month it will definitely about be about books and authors. And again, the reason that 
I've decided to cut down one of my shows is because I recognised that my own mental health was starting to suffer. I was working too much because I still am one of those people who likes to get things perfectly. So in in preparation for a show, I do the guest coordination, the scheduling, and then I do the research on the particular topic so that I can give you the best available information that there is. And that all takes time. And sometimes it's been taking me away from doing the other things that are building my business. So I love radio and I love talking to you guys each and every week. So I will still do that. It'll just be on Wednesday night and Thursday morning for those in Australia. Um, I get... Aren't things good with us? Things are wonderful with you guys listening and I really hope that you keep listening to my other shows. Um, I'll be like cross-pollinating from time to time because the broadcasters that I use to do Radio Tony are very different. And so you're used to the W4WN platform and the interactiveness of it. BBS Radio does things a little differently. So I get to talk more and focus on the individual guest. And it's also live streaming. So that means that I have to have, you know, some lights in my little home studio. Um, I don't use my headphones I use an earpiece and it streams live to all my social media plus BBS social media and YouTube so it's kind of a little bit more scary Uh, I get a little bit more nervous and like to be a little bit more prepared but it's also equally fun so if you guys are interested you can listen to those shows as well the same applies with all my live shows here on W4WN they also go um, out as podcasts so if you miss any shows or you want to re-listen to any shows they're available on any of the podcast platforms across the planet if you type in Radio Tony you will find the podcasts they're on iTunes, Apple, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, etc, etc, etc. And you can find all the old shows there, um, plus any of the new ones that come out. My YouTube channel, of course, has the streaming shows from BBS. And I'm working on a little um, exercise of putting the podcasts of my old Radio Tony shows and making them into MP4s with a static image on YouTube. Um, It's just playing around with what looks good and and what would be interesting for people to take note of. I've also been having some fun with audio bites and taking bits and pieces from my shows and some of the commentary from from you, the listeners, and the questions and putting them into little bite-sized media things for social media. Um, I still haven't refined that, but I'm working on it. And um, I really encourage you to keep listening to shows, and that doesn't have to be my show, it could be anyone's show, that helps you understand and live a better life because that's what I 
really want for each and every one of you listening today, I really want you to be able to be the best version of yourself and to live a life that makes you happy. Life is too short to be struggling and not be happy. And all of us will go through unhappy times. All of us will struggle, but I want you to be predominantly happy. I want you to live a fulfilling life, whatever that looks like for you. And it could be as simple as those people listening who look after their own grandchildren and that brings them joy and love. It could be like Rebel who has a great love and joy and is passionate about producing live radio and she does an amazing job at that. So whatever it is that you do, I want you to do it well. I want you to be happy doing it. And I want you to love your life because life is short and you want to get to the end of your life. And we all get to the end of our life. And I want you to look back and think, yep, that just wasn't too bad. I've done most of what I wanted to do. um, And I'm not sure that there's many people out there that do everything that they want to do on their wish list. But I'd like you to do a lot of what's on your wish list. I'd like you to be happy and healthy and fulfilled and enjoy this wonderful gift of life that we've all been given and that is very short. So for those of you that have listened to my show week in, week out for the past 12 months, know that I really love you all and please reach out to me and say, hi, I'm such and such. I listen to your show. How are you doing? Uh, Where can I listen to you now? Where are the podcasts available? Ask me anything. I love to talk to you. I love to get emails. And my website, which I'm going to put up in um, the chat box for you again, I know I talk about it every week, but just in case you didn't realize, Radio Tony has its own website and its own Facebook page. And each week, Radio Tony has the details of what shows are coming up on on whichever platform they're coming up on, what that shows will be, and if there's any giveaways. If you jump on to, if you look at the BBS stuff, there's lots of giveaways and free videos and little um, worksheets and stuff. Uh, Yes, there's lots of information on the website and we update it all the time. And if you can't find something on the website, there's a contact box and you can send me an email and say, hey, I thought you talked about whatever it was. I can't find it. And that lets me know, okay, I'll need to, and I can send that stuff to you. But again, I love to talk to you and if you feel that you just want someone to talk to you, someone to um, respond to your email, I'll do that for you, okay, because you have been my wonderful, fabulous listeners. You've engaged with me all year and I've loved it. Um, And I will miss my Thursday night groupies, but I'm hoping you'll all listen on Wednesday nights as well. And I will keep you updated as to the further radio shows. And there's a number of different shows in the pipeline that I'm working on. 
and they will also probably be collaborative efforts. So Radio Tony and the Passion Project is a collaborative effort with Peter Wallman, the inventor of uh, passion mapping, and his story is around helping people find their passion and live their life passionately, which is absolutely something that I'm very familiar with. So thank you everyone for taking the time to listen to Radio Tony each week. You are very precious to me. Your comments, your interaction and your love, I am supremely grateful for. Um, Please don't stop listening as um, I'll be on Wednesday evenings as well from now and on on my other platforms. And again, don't hesitate to reach out and ask me about anything. If you can't get that deep breathing practice right and you just want some help, then send me an email. I'll do a video for you. Whatever it is that I can help you with in living a wonderful life and being supportive of you being uniquely you, I'll help you with that. That's my guarantee for you, my Friday listeners. Um, We are almost out of time on this last show, not the last Radio Tony show, but the last Radio Tony Thursday night, Friday AM show. I'm, again, grateful for your interaction and your listening. I am completely in debt to the gorgeous rebel who has produced this show for me for the last 12 months and has kept me uh, on li- live on air and has also become a very dear friend. Um, we chat every week and she is also a precious part of my life and will continue to be so. So wonderful listeners, I'm out of time already and uh, sending you lots of love and happiness. Don't forget, I am still going to be around. I'm still going to be doing Radio Tony just on different formats and different days. So stay tuned for more. Lots of love and bye for now. Take care. Radio Tony, your safe space for tough conversations. Exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. A platform for the unheard. Radio Tony. With Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Radio Tony. Radio Tony. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Back next Thursday from 7pm Eastern Standard Time, live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Mama.